morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. What's going on, 1.37 p.m. family? Thanks for joining us today on 7.31 a.m. the podcast. Today is Thursday, December 16th. And we will kick off today's episode by saying happy birthday and rest in peace to, I don't want to overstate this, Elton, but I truly believe one of the most influential pro wrestlers of probably the last two decades, Brody Lee. Born in 1979, he passed away on December 26th of last year, and it really hit the wrestling world out of nowhere. I mean, no one really saw this coming, and then, you know, he passes and you hear all these incredible stories about how great of a guy he was. He signed with AEW right before his passing and he was able to partake in a couple matches. When he passed away, AEW offered his son, Brody, a contract at eight years old saying, you know, you're officially a member of the Dark Order, which was Brody Lee's wrestling crew. And then they said, you know, when you're of age and you want to become a pro wrestler, if you desire, You have a contract here at AEW. It's very, very sad, but also at the same time, like one of my favorite stories in pro wrestling probably of the last year. Elton, what do you uh, remember from Brody Lee's career? I just remember Brody Lee doing a lot of great independent wrestling stuff like Chikara and like Ring of Honor and PWG. Just to see him go from the indies to WWE and just just blow up with the wide family become like an integral member is amazing and the fact that AEW takes care of his his widow and his children is amazing so Tony Khan AEW and the whole wrestling community it's amazing to see you guys still show so much love to Brody Lee happy birthday to a great wrestler Elton what do we got going on over in gaming gaming ah the biggest news of the day yesterday so Gamers have been lamenting the absence of a new Splinter Cell game for years. Those same fans got the best news they've gotten in a really long time, though. Ubisoft announced its plans to finally get the ball rolling on a remake for the very first Splinter Cell game. This highly requested project is currently in development at the Ubisoft Toronto studio, which is actually hiring new staff members to take on this major remake. A press release for the Splinter Cell remake noted that the game will be rebuilt from the ground up using Ubisoft's own Snowdrop engine. The same engine being used to develop Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, as well as Ubisoft's upcoming Star Wars game to deliver new generation visuals and gameplay, and the dynamic lighting and shadows the series is known for. Over in the NFT realm, let's talk about Whitney Houston. An early demo tape from a 17-year-old Whitney Houston sold at auction on Tuesday night for a whopping $999,999, making it the highest all-time sale on the Tezos blockchain. The auction was conducted by one of built as a green music platform backed by the likes of Quincy Jones. The winner of the auction received not just a recording, but an additional collection of digital artwork and videos from 17-year-old artist Diana Sinclair. Proceeds from the sale are going towards the Whitney E. Houston Foundation, which is a nonprofit intended to inspire and empower young artists. I mean, if if the money's going to a good place, you know, a nonprofit, why can't we just bump it up $1? and make it a million. Like, what's with the 999,000 thing? Right? I'm so used to seeing that number in, like, random video games, like RPGs or whatever. Like, But I'm like, yeah, just just throw that extra buck in there, man. It's for Whitney Houston, after all. The woman had sung one of the best renditions of the American Anthem at the Super Bowl. So, come on, give it to Whitney, man. I agree with you, Bo. We're going to stay in NFTs for a while here and talk about Michael Jordan and his son. So, according to an announcement sent out by the brand yesterday, Michael Jordan and his son Jeffrey are diving into the world of Web3 with a venture called Hair Inc., which is a platform intended to connect fans with popular athletes. The platform reportedly just closed its seed round of funding at $10 million, 
Although there isn't a ton known about the exact services provided just yet, they plan to issue an AIR token on the Solana blockchain. Additionally, the announcement reads, AIR supporters will have the opportunity to purchase one-time digital assets or to join their huddle, powered by blockchain technology for exclusive drops, digital goods, immersive experiences, and more. Numerous platforms promising increased engagement between athletes and fans have emerged in the past year, so we'll have to keep you posted on this platform to see how the competitors all aim to differentiate themselves from each other. All right, Bo, what's going on with Deion Sanders? Sports. Elton, this story over in college football is really, really interesting. So one of the biggest college football recruits in the country, Travis Hunter, made shockwaves in the sports world on Wednesday. He's the number one cornerback in the country, and he was committed to go to Florida State University to continue his football career. But then at the last second on Wednesday, he decided to change his mind and instead will now be attending Jackson State University. Now, some of you might not know what that means right away. Some of you are like, oh my God, Jackson State. Jackson State's head football coach is the NFL Hall of Famer and cornerback legend, Deion Sanders. Now, there's some kind of unconfirmed rumors about why he chose to go there. But in addition to being coached by Deion Sanders, there's some murmurs on the street that he is getting a hefty NIL agreement with Barstool Sports, which is also the home for Deion Sanders content. So you kind of see how it all is coming together a little bit. There's rumors that, you know, this could be upwards of a million dollars and stuff like that. But you're already hearing the complaints from some of the the big power five college programs like Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin, the head coach at Ole Miss, voiced his frustrations with the new NIL situation saying, now players are just going to go wherever they're paid the most and we can't keep players anywhere. Well, if the players are getting paid, they're probably worth the money. So I don't think it's on you to say, oh, he should stay here. He shouldn't go there. If the kid is earning it and he's worth it, he deserves it. That's my opinion, at least on it. And lastly, staying in the sports world, Las Vegas will be the site of a Super Bowl here in the near future. With the Raiders in their second season at Sin City, Las Vegas, and now the Pro Bowl and the NFL Draft coming to town in the next few months, the NFL Super Bowl has found a new home. The official announcement Wednesday morning, which came after all of the NFL owners unanimously approved Las Vegas Allegiant Stadium as the site of Super Bowl on February 11th, 2024. It cements a certain acceptance for the gambling mecca. When you think about a long time ago, this wasn't going to happen. They were not going to have the gambling city of the world host the Super Bowl, but now they're welcoming it, they're accepting it, and they're giving their stamp of approval on this one. This is a really, really big deal in the sports world. That's it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. We will be back tomorrow. As always, remember to stay curious. Stay curious.